Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Hope you guys are doing well. I believe this is episode 147. Um, I might need to check that before I... Uh, well, whatever. It is, it is what it is. Uh, I'm riding in the car right now, and it's a beautiful day, beautiful fall day here in Georgia. It's actually November the 1st. Um, very excited about I really enjoy the month of uh, October and November just with the fall weather and uh, the changing of the seasons and the colors. Praise God. Okay? Praise God. It is good stuff to be able to see God paint different colors and so forth man it's good stuff so well anyway guys uh you know if this is the first time actually checking the success edge uh podcast out welcome out uh you know we're all about helping you take your uh game uh out there in the marketplace to the next level god's way and you know really uh living out the kingdom uh kingdom of god and operating in the kingdom uh from a you know from the standpoint of you being a kingdom citizen uh, so very excited to be able to talk to you guys about that uh, always and just give my take on things, what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing, how I'm applying the word, you know, situations that I see people have victory in, uh, sharing that. Uh, so that's the whole goal of the podcast. But, well, I wanted to at least let you guys know uh, that, you know, this podcast or this episode here might be the... I'm. I'm might be, I'm just going to put it this way, might be the only one I do uh, for the month of November. And the reason uh, it might be the only one I do for November is I've got a busy November. (laughs) Um, A busy November. Uh, And it's going to be a blessed November, but it's still going to be a very busy and productive, uh, let me say productive November and a very memorable November. Okay. Very memorable November. Uh, the reason why I say that is um, I've got uh, some travel that I have to do uh, the following week uh, for my job. Uh, we have our big uh, conference called Ed Spaces uh, that's really kind of the be-all, end-all for all furniture manufacturers for education uh, that they go to and showcase all the new, latest and greatest product that they're rolling out with. And I'm very excited about it. It's been my first time going to this event and, um, you know, just I literally my my organization or my company, uh, we've been preparing uh, really for this event for the last, um, you know, six, at least last uh, six to seven, eight, month, eight months. Um, I mean, literally that many months we've been preparing for this. I mean, I've been talking about starting talking about this uh, at least about eight or nine months ago. And, you know, now here we are on the uh, eve of, of it uh, taking place next week. But the other thing that's going to be happening in my life, which is uh, really, you know, probably will be the highlight of my year, um, and which I'm super uh, excited for, you know, words just can't express uh, really what I'm getting ready to experience. I know that, uh, you know, I'm excited for it, but, you know, let's just go ahead and say it. My dad 
my father, uh, is even more excited about what is getting ready to take place uh, that, uh, and what's getting ready to happen. So a little over, uh, as you guys know, a little over a year ago, uh, last August, um, you know, my mom passed away and, you know, we're already well over a year uh, into my mom passing away. And so I've definitely seen a lot of change with my dad. Um, my dad uh, has, um, he's become, you know, he's actually become a Gideon. <laughs> um, dad's, uh, it's, whoops, dad's uh, um, taken on, you know, this awesome thing of just, uh, I don't know how to say it, but just new, new life, new, you know, new freedom. Uh, not to say he didn't have freedom before, but, you know, uh, dad's just, you know, actually gone to a whole other level. And it's exciting to see my dad uh, blossom. Uh, he just actually recently got asked to be the chap, chapel, chaplain uh, for the Gideons. And he, I think he's only been part of the Gideons for the last, you know, two or three months. And they've already asked him to be chaplain. Uh, for their chapter uh, in the uh, in the area that, that they that they have their chapter, uh, which I think is a big honor, and I'm just super excited for my dad. Dad's uh, dad loves the Lord, and you know he's a great man of God. Uh, he owns his own business, has owned his own business for the last forty something years, uh, has has a successful business, and really within the last uh, goodness within the last two years, uh, my dad is really just how to say it, come alive, and um, not that he wasn't already alive, but I I feel like dad, you know, really kind of opened himself up uh, to really, uh, you know, what it really means to be a kingdom citizen, and really, you know, how to apply the kingdom, and also, you know, how to live in victory every day, and not allow Satan uh, to kick your butt all the time. Um, as you know, unfortunately, you know what Satan's done with most uh, most believers um, that you know they anyway. I mean, you've heard me talk about that more than I more than I can count on this uh, podcast here. But you know, dad's dad's living a victory. Okay, dad's actually living out uh, the victorious life, and you know he's seen evidence of that happen to him. You know, on multiple occasions. Well, you know. Dad actually, you know, he always had a dream of going to uh, Israel. And, um, you know, Dad wanted to go to Israel for a long time uh, with Mom. uh, But that, you know, due to some health challenges with my mom, uh, just it never never manifested. And so whenever Mom um, passed... Uh, several several months later, uh, after that, my dad, you know, approached me and said, "Hey, look, I really want to go to Israel, and um, I, <clears throat> I I want if if you're willing to go, Ty, um, I'd like for you to go." And so I I talked to my wife. Um, you know, I knew I could probably get the time off from my employer, and I just said, "Absolutely, Dad." Um, you know, saw, saw the Lord about it, just, you know, double check with him. And he was, he was giving me the green light the whole way. And so now I'm going to Israel for the second time. Yeah, I did say the second time. I mean, what a blessed life this is that I've been able to go to Israel twice now. Um, and, you know, 
and this time I get to go with my dad. And the first time I went, I was 18 years old, um, and I went with my grandparents um, on my mom's side, and just had a fantastic time, you know. But now, with the you know years gone by of you know just you know 20 plus years that I haven't been there, I'm going to be going back, and uh, just obviously with me with new perspective, new new eyes, uh, you know, greater revelation of what the word says on things. Uh, it'll definitely be something new, but the biggest thing for me, uh, is going to be watching, watching this, uh, kind of unfold and manifest in my dad's eyes, uh, and from my dad's perspective. Um, and dad had lunch with me, uh, last week and, you know, he was, <laughs> he was getting as a schoolboy just, you know, ready for that first day of school, so to speak. And, you know, just, you know, kind of almost kind of bouncing in the seat a little bit, uh, ready for, you know, this awesome trip, uh, to happen, you know, for his life. And, uh, just been, he's just prayed up, uh, and read up on it as well. I mean, he's, he just got his, uh, we just got our plane tickets, uh, yesterday, he and I, and, uh, just a lot of excitement with it. So I'll be gone uh, for 10 days uh, in the month of November. And, um, and then in the latter part, uh, so I'll be coming back. And, you know, you know, definitely, I, guys, I'm going to share with you guys. And who knows, I might even record a podcast over there. You know, I haven't even thought about that until just now. Uh, I might even record a podcast over there just so that I can, you know, walk you through, guys, some of the things I might uh, have going on. Um, you know, that I might experience, uh, which I think would be really cool, uh, to do actually now that I'm thinking about that. But, um, as I, as I'm, you know, as I wrap up November, I'll be, you know, going down to another conference, uh, for my job, uh, to Disney. And I've done this conference a couple years in a row. And, uh, this time, uh, well, actually just like last time, I'm actually taking my family, uh, my kids down there with me, uh, with my wife, obviously, and you know we're going to have a good time uh, down there in uh, the yacht club, um, and that'll be in the later latter part of the month, um, you know, November. So, boy, uh, just a lot of travel, and um, you know, definitely excited about it, and definitely looking forward to experiencing all the different things that we're going to get to experience as a family, and the memories that are going to be created over the next month. Um, you know, the other thing, guys, I wanted just to, you know, mention to you um, was was something that, uh, you know, actually I was listening to the Joel uh, Osteen podcast and, um, you know, it was uh, Keep Your Vision in Front of You, I believe it was. It was October 24th, uh, I believe was the uh, date the episode was released uh, from, from his podcast and you know, it really stirred up inside of me uh, just something that, you know, I, I know for me that, you know, I haven't, you know, I I can't say that I've let slip, but it just, you know, reawoke inside of me the importance of doing uh, what that podcast episode was all about. And that episode was about, you know, keeping your vision in front of you, keeping your dreams uh, your vision in front of your eyes. And, you know, a lot of you guys know this uh, about me, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer 
in, you know, keeping your vision uh, in front of you, you know, speaking over your vision. And I wanted to talk just real briefly of just some things that I've learned uh, from that whole entire uh, and just different things that have happened in my life. And the good thing about it is God's no respect of person and what he's done for me, he'll do for you. And um, I'll just use, you know, you know, the biggest, you know, one of the biggest things that I can uh, tell you about is, you know, the, the whole Habakkuk, uh, you know, I think it's chapter three or maybe it's chapter two. Anyways, in Habakkuk, where it talks about, you know, write the vision, you know, make it plain and set it before your eyes. Uh, you know, if you go and read that in the message uh, Bible, it is really, really a great um, translation of those verses. And I would highly recommend you going and listening or reading that, uh, that, you know, those verses. And it also says in Proverbs, you know, it says where the, you know, where there's no vision, the people perish. And, you know, for me, um, you know, I see so many people, you know, that don't have any vision for their lives. You know, maybe the only vision for their life is, you know, they just, you know, they, they kind of, you know, just maybe in the season that I'm in of parents uh, and having children, you know, the parents, uh, you know, of these kids, they, they basically kind of put, um, you know, all their dreams and everything like that, uh, either on hold or they sweep them under the rug. Okay. And the parents themselves don't have anything that they're pursuing. They're literally, uh, living their life now through, you know, helping their children achieve their, uh, the things that they want to do or that they, you know, believe they should be doing, which I think is a totally awesome thing. And which I totally believe that, you know, as a parent, (laughs) your, your goal is to help your child, you know, figure out, uh, the visions and goals and dreams that they should have in their life. Um, and you know, that, that in and of itself is a big deal, uh, to do as a parent, but, 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 but you as a parent or you as a child of the most high God still have goals and dreams that are deep down inside of you. Okay. That you need to be in hot pursuit of, or better yet. And I shouldn't say when I say hot pursuit, let me kind of define what that means. All right. Because, uh, I don't mean it from the world standpoint, I don't mean it from the self-help books standpoint. I don't mean it from the motivational speaker standpoint uh, because I've lived that kind of life uh, and that life of, you know, of pursuing your dreams, of, you know, uh, being red hot, you know, for your dreams and so forth like that. You know, I've, I ha- you know, now that I'm, you know, I know that I'm not super, you know, uh, mature or, you know, I've had, I've just experienced it. I'm just going to talk from my perspective as of today, you know, in 2018, uh, here in the first day of November, my rendition of being in pursuit of your goals. Okay. And what that means. Okay. So I, I truly believe that as a child of the most high God, God births or God puts visions and goals and things in front of you or inside of you that you are, and watch this now, are to receive, you are to receive those visions and goals and dreams and not achieve 
those goals and visions and dreams. Okay? So in the kingdom, in the kingdom, as a kingdom citizen, um, you know, you are going to be on assignment by your Heavenly Father. It's exactly what how God set it up in the very beginning. You know, you've heard me say it many times. You know, God gave Adam fellowship. He gave him an assignment to go and accomplish, and he gave him the resources to make it all happen. And what's cool about how God operates uh, in this whole scenario is you have Christ within you, all right? Christ within you. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you to help you and give you the energy, the desire, the motivation, the everything, every resource. I mean, the resources of motivation that you need, the resources of being disciplined, all right, of accomplishing something or seeing something come to pass, all right? And when God gives you this vision of your assignment or what he wants you to accomplish in your life, you are to just to receive that and allow that vision to get planted in your heart and allow the ground of your heart, so to speak, to go to work, all right? Just like if I go and plant, I'm, I'm literally riding by on my right and my left-hand side, just where I'm at in Georgia right now, I'm literally riding by cotton fields. And I have no idea, probably nor does that farmer who planted these cotton seeds, that seed, aka that vision of cotton, was planted. And the soil, the ground, did the work, all right, to bring that so bring that plant, bring that vision to pass. And that's why, you know, it says in in Proverbs chapter, I think it's either four, I believe it's chapter four, that says, you know, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the wells uh, well springs of life. You know, whatever you're putting in your eye gate and your ear gate is basically the vision or the picture that you're painting for yourself every day and, you know, or allowing inside the ground of your heart. And because of that, your heart will produce a the vision that is within you. God just has he's made you that way. And, you know, so the vision is actually just a seed. It's just the, it's just the thing that you get to plant inside of you. So, you know, if you're planting constantly inside of you, um, destruction, uh, destructive images, you know, uh, you're listening to things that are negative, uh, such as negative podcasts, such as negative, you know, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, that might be negative. If that is what you're constantly bombarding your mind with, trust me, that image or that vision will get painted on the inside of you or will actually get planted on the inside of you. And unfortunately, your heart doesn't know the difference between the two and it will produce that inside of you. You'll have fear, you'll have intrepidation, you'll, you'll have these things that will come and manifest because of the vision that you plant inside of you. So as a kingdom citizen, you've got to keep before your eyes 
what Paul the Apostle talks about of what is good, lovely, wholesome, uh, you know, those different things that he talks about in Philippians, that those things right there are things you've got to keep in front of you. Now, let me talk about, you know, the goals and dreams and visions of what, you know, those, those things that you feel, you know, drawn to. So I'll just use one of the examples that, um, Joel Olstein used. He used this example of this, uh, one family that, uh, I think it was either his sister, uh, or just this one lady, I don't know if it's close to his family. She went and she wanted to have children. She and her husband want to have children. And, uh, lo and behold, she went and took a room in their house and turned it into a nursery, okay, for their soon-to-be baby. And that soon-to-be baby took not a year, not two years, not three years, not four years, not five years, not even six. It took 10 years, 10 years of having that vision of walking by and you know, there were probably days that she probably doubted the vision. I mean, she, the human side, you know, might have kind of crept in. But you know what? She did not. She may, remained resilient. She kept going by that uh, that actual vision of that nursery, that room that she had dedicated for the baby and kept thanking God that the baby was on its way. The baby was one day closer. They are one day closer to having their own child in their in that room right there and it isn't it awesome that she didn't own not only get a baby she got twin girls okay now child of god you know kingdom citizen you know the king that we serve does exceedingly abundantly above all you could think or imagine okay does that and i'm here to tell you that you can expect God to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could think or imagine. He's going to give you, and then some, he'll give you the double portion when it comes to your vision or your dream, all right? That it will exceed your expectations. You know, I, uh, I, I'll just have to, you know, just give you another example, uh, my wife. So my wife in her dream book, uh, her dream journal, yes, her, did I say dream journal? I did say dream journal, where that she cut out multiple pictures and put them you know, in this dream book, uh, actually, she got that resource from Terry Savelle Foy um, Ministries, and I, I, I've seen the dream book. I, I actually held it in my hand this past Wednesday, you know, looking at it with her. And there's been countless things that my wife placed before her eyes that have now come to pass. You know, and the latest one that just came to pass, which I'm here to say and praise God, it has come to pass was she had a dream and she put the, this dream in her dream book, put it before her eyes. And this was six years ago that she put this dream in her dream book. She put a dream in her dream book of Israel and sending her parents to Israel. She put a date, uh, I mean, she put the date that she, uh, you know, believed and received it. She uh, got, cut out a picture of Jerusalem and the name of the trip, the Israel trip. Um, and last Christmas, last Christmas, Amy and I knew it was time and we had the funds and we actually uh, were able to send uh, Mr. and Miss Ellis to Israel. And actually what was pretty awesome about it 
is we actually were able to do exceedingly more. Instead of only doing a 10-day trip, we're actually able to do a 13-day trip for them and send them also to Greece as well. So they got to spend three days in Greece going around where Paul the Apostle went around to. And then they flew to Tel Aviv and spent 10 days. And today they fly back from Israel. Hello, 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 hello. And now my wife and I, we just sat there and kind of look at each other and says, man, you know, we got to keep dreaming. We got to keep putting things that God Almighty has placed inside of us, those visions of what it is. And so that guess what? We put that before us. I, I mean, I, I'll go ahead and tell them, tell them myself, you know, one of the things that I have, I, I've kind of gotten away from, you know, well, I'll tell you two things that I do. Uh, one thing that I do, I, I've kind of gotten away. I do have up on, you know, our refrigerator, right? I have in our refrigerator some dreams that we have right now. Um, at the time of this recording, I'll go ahead and tell you that we've actually been able to do this with with some uh, with our children. You know, the the oldest, Tyler Jr. He actually now uh, he wanted uh, these Legos that have actually been discontinued. Okay, and uh, they're called Chima. Legos, and he's been wanting them for some time. And so I told Tyler, I said, "Hey, here's how the kingdom works, son. The kingdom works like this: you sow seed, you put the vision up before you, and you every time you walk past it, you can do one of two things. And I'll just tell you what I do. Uh, and this is something you can take, you know, if you'd like to. But what I do is I like to uh, walk past the actual, um, you know, thing that I'm believing for." Or as I'm riding past that thing, I'll either just say, thank you, Lord, uh, for uh, that vision coming to pass. Or I say, grace, grace to it. And why do I say grace, grace to it? Man, this has become a great episode, by the way, guys. <laughs> why do I say grace, grace to it? I say grace, grace to it because uh, in the book of, uh, I think, Zechariah or uh, anyway, it's in the Minor Prophets. Uh, I believe it was... Um, you know, uh, Zerubbabel. Anyway, the gentleman has, has been 16 years. He's been trying to build the the um, temple, I believe it was, uh, for, and, you know, the, the prophet comes to Zerubbabel and says, hey, Zerubbabel, take the headstone. And normally what the headstone represents, okay, back in those days or even today is almost like a ribbon cutting it's the grand opening it's the it's the last stone that you know the people place uh, actually in the building this is what it was called the headstone or the keystone they place that as the last thing they place actually in the building or what their structure they're building and they all celebrate when that last Stone is placed in there, and when Zerubbabel uh, or the prophet comes to Zerubbabel or whoever it was, and says, "Hey, I want you to take the headstone, and I want you to declare to the headstone, grace, grace." All right, and I've taken that same my my pastor, Pastor Jensen Franklin, did a uh, a podcast episode, you know, back in 2014 that really just, you know, revolutionized me that, you know, again, it goes back to that whole just receiving 
you know, yeah, there's going to be things that God's going to ask you to do and, and so forth. But guess what? If he's asking you to do it, he's already done it for you. And you just have to go and do what he says to do. And all that means is just you have to receive. You don't have to try to achieve. You don't have to go and work on your own sweat and toil to try to make your dream or your vision, you know, come to pass. You know, if you're getting tired, if you're getting, you know, worn out, if you're getting burnout on your dream and what you're trying to pursue, I'd say that you're not exactly following what the Holy Spirit is probably leading you to do right now. I would challenge you to go back to the drawing board and really kind of get a fresh perspective on what God needs you to do. Because child of God, kingdom citizen, you have angels at your disposal that are supposed to help you accomplish your dreams. You are a king or a queen in this life. That's why you are a royal priesthood. You are royalty. And the last time I checked, I never saw a king. I I don't believe King Solomon went out and started to pick up a hammer to try to make the temple of God. No, he decreed a thing. He put the workers to uh, to work and they they went about doing their work. You know, guess what? You can do the same thing. It's not saying you're going to sit there and, you know, twiddle your thumbs and just be in prayer the whole entire time. No, God will give you instruction to, hey, go call this person or hey, go hire this person or hey, you know, you might want to uh, think of this project, uh, you know, in a certain way or this invention that you're trying to work on in a certain way. But you don't have to toil over it. You don't have to try to figure it out. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you into all truth. And that's why you can go and, you know, ride uh, ride past a piece of property, ride past a home that you have a dream for, ride past um, or, you know, see that somebody, I mean, Joel Olstein, I, I love what he says. He said that he saw uh, this one, uh, you know, gentleman give a hundred million dollars to this uh, uh, college institution, this, you know, higher, this uh, university. And Joel says, you know what? If if that man can do it for a university, you know what? I believe somebody can do it for our church. That somebody can give a hundred million dollars to our church. And Joel Olstein has that vision for. It. I think that's awesome because guess what? You can help out a whole lot of people with a hundred million dollars. Wow. <laughs> but you. But you know what I want to get back to is grace grace to that thing don't don't make it be under your own power get the vision up in front of you and again going back to what i was saying i've you know so tyler jr that whole entire thing i have his you know he put a he put a cutout of you know these chima legos up on his refrigerator and isn't it interesting that I, I kid you not. I mean, the boy, you know, his birthday's coming up, Christmas coming up. He is going to be inundated. I mean, he sold he sowed a seed, I believe, of thirty dollars. So he was believing for a hundredfold return, you know, on that seed, um, or it might have been just three dollars. I can't remember what the total was, but trust me, he's getting a lot of Chima Legos that have been discontinued. <laughs> that are no longer being manufactured, but people still have them out there and wanting to sell them, you know, and people, 
you know, his grandma, his, you know, his, 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 his grandfather. I mean, people are finding these Legos and buying them for them. And it's all because he put it up on the, on the refrigerator. You know, I, I know for me personally, I've taken, you know, a lot of the dreams that I have and I've moved them not just on the refrigerator, but I've moved them actually to my bathroom mirror. And so if you go into my bathroom mirror, I've got scripture verses that I, that I'm claiming, uh, and believing for, I've got, you know, uh, visions of what I'm believing for. I mean, I've got, um, you know, several years ago, uh, when I lived actually in, uh, Myrtle beach, the very first house that we lived in 3965, um, you know, I, cut out or I took a, you know, I took a, a $1 bill and blew it up and put a hundred thousand dollars on that $1 bill. And I put it up on my bathroom mirror, or I might not even done that. I might've just wrote it actually on a piece of paper and I put it up on my bathroom mirror. And wouldn't you know that within, I think it was, uh, maybe two or three years time of me having that up on my bathroom mirror of having that my wife and I combined income, we were making over a hundred thousand dollars. And then I said, you know what? All right, Lord, if you can do, you know, that let's, let's do $250,000. And so I took the same thing. I put it up on my bathroom mirror and guess what? A couple years later, boom, we make well more than that. And then right now my, my bathroom mirror is a million dollars. I'm like, you know what? Why not just go ahead and start believing for the million flow to start happening and, you know, transpiring in my life. And guess what? That is on its way. Okay. Has it happened yet? No. Will it happen? Absolutely. It's, it's already going to work. It's called grace, grace. It's called, I received it. All right. And I believe that I have it. And you know what? I'm just waiting on or listening for the instruction from the Holy Spirit to actually know how to proceed. Yep. <laughs> grace, grace, guys. I'm telling you, that's how you make the dreams and goals in your life uh, happen. And, you know, this is how the visions, you know, you keep them before your eyes and you manifest it. So, success as community. You know what? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Know that you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthrough is upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.